Welcome to the official Slate Star Codex podcast for October 8th, 2018. Title, Kavanaugh, a Probability Poll. There's some literature suggesting that people are more careful when they think in probabilities. If you ask them for a definite answer, they might give it and sound very confident. But if you encourage them to think probabilistically, they might admit there's more uncertainty. I wanted to look into this in the context of the recent Supreme Court confirmation hearings, so I asked readers to estimate their probability that Judge Kavanaugh was guilty of sexually assaulting Dr. Ford. I got 2,350 responses. Thank you. You are great. Here was the overall distribution of probabilities. Horizontal axis is percent chance he did it. Vertical axis is number of people who responded with that percent. This graph is going to be difficult to describe, so if you're really interested, you should just look at the original post. This looks weird because people were most likely to give numbers rounded off to the nearest 10. I separated responses into bins from 0 to 9%, 10 to 19 and so on to 90 to 100%. Keep in mind that the last bend is slightly larger than the others, so it might make it unfairly look like more people gave extreme high answers than extreme low answers. I also switched the vertical axis to percent of responses in each bend. Smoothed out, it looks like this. This chart starts out with a high spike on the left, with 12% of people in the 0 to 9% bucket following falling steadily to where 5% of people give a 40 to 50% chance that Kavanaugh did it, then rising again to a peak of 15% in the 70 to 80% bucket, and then falling slightly to where 13% of the people give it a 90 to 100% chance that Kavanaugh did it. This looks pretty balanced, and it is. The average probability is 52.64%. This is probably a fake balance based on all the different demographic skews involved canceling out. 2.5 times as many Democrats as Republicans answered the survey, but 9 times as many men as women did. Here are the results broken down by party. Blue is Democrats, red is Republicans. In this chart, we see a giant red mountain on the right that falls down to nearly nothing on the left as probabilities get higher, and an equally high blue mountain on the right with uh, clustered around the probability that Kavanaugh did did it did do it. And here are the results broken down by gender: blue is men, pink is women. Here, the probabilities match pretty closely with slightly more men at the lower end and slightly more women at the higher end. There should be an interaction between party and gender because men are more likely to be Republicans and women Democrats. I didn't have enough data to investigate this too carefully, so I can't say whether gender controlled for party remains significant or not. I asked two questions to assess participants' level of background knowledge. Where did Kavanaugh go to law school? Correct answer, Yale. And what is Kavanaugh's wife's name? Correct answer, Ashley, but a shout-out to everyone who wrote Mrs. Kavanaugh 
and to the one person who wrote beer. Here are the probabilities of people who got both questions right. Gold versus both questions wrong. Green. The probabilities overlap fairly well with uh, the gold having a spike near the low end of the probability distribution and the green having a hump near the higher end. People with high background knowledge were more extreme in their answers and slightly more likely to think Kavanaugh is innocent. I worry that I made a mistake in the questions I chose, since people who are more sympathetic to Kavanaugh might be more likely to know about his family. In retrospect, I should have asked at least one question about Dr. Ford. What about neutral people? Do such people exist? I looked at people who were neither registered Democrats nor Republicans and who rated their liberal versus conservative ideology on a 1 to 10 scale as 4, 5, or 6. These people looked like this. Here's a probability distribution graph with fairly steady at around 10 with a dip in the 40 to 50 bucket and a peak in the uh, 60 to 70 bucket of around 15%. This chart makes it look like they're slightly leaning towards guilt, but I think that might be a function of the binning. Their mean probability of guilt was 49.85%, about as close to totally uncertain as you can get. Neutral people with more background knowledge were again more likely to lean innocent with a mean of 41%. I asked people whether they felt the evidence that Kavanaugh may have committed sexual assault was sufficient to reject his nomination to the Supreme Court, regardless of any other reasons to vote for or against him, like his legal opinions. 55% of respondents thought that yes, his nomination should be voted down. 45% still supported him. Here is a list of support for confirmation by probability of guilt. Of the people who thought there was only a 0 to 9% chance Kavanaugh was guilty, 98% thought he shouldn't be rejected from the Supreme Court on this basis alone. Of people who thought there was a 90 to 100% chance of guilt, 96% thought that was sufficient to reject the nomination. Of people who thought there was a 50 50 chance of guilt, about 50% still supported him and 50% opposed him. Draw a line through those three points and you basically get the rest of the graph. This question suggests there is no real consensus about how plausible an accusation has to be before it means someone should be denied nomination to the Supreme Court. People generally agree that if there was below a 25% chance the accusations were true, he should definitely be confirmed. And if there was an above an 80% chance, he definitely shouldn't be. But between 25% and 80%, people were pretty split on whether the Senate should err on the side of not confirming a potential assaulter or wait until it was beyond a reasonable doubt. If we were trying to make these answers into a guideline for how a senator should vote, it looks like they would be satisfying the most people if they voted to confirm if they thought the accusations had less than 50% chance of being true, and to reject if they thought they had more than 50% chance. I wonder how many people would endorse this rule as written. I also asked people whether they would, would reject Kavanaugh in the hypothetical universe 
where he had immediately admitted to the accusations, then apologized for his actions and said he had changed as a person since then. About 55% of people said they would accept him in this scenario, meaning he gains about 10% support in the Slate Star Codex demographic compared to the real-world situation. But the question was poorly worded, and I'm not sure how many people answered yes, they would reject him, accidentally meaning to say yes, they would accept him. Here's a graph of how people answered this hypothetical compared to how guilty they thought he was. This graph is basically flat, with no real correlation between how guilty they thought Kavanaugh was and how likely they were to answer this question yes. There's no correlation. This makes sense. How guilty you think he is in this universe shouldn't affect your opinions about a hypothetical universe where you know he's guilty. But for some reason, I'm still surprised. I guess I expected people's partisan biases to sneak in, even if they didn't make sense. Maybe the question was so confusing that answers to it are basically random. Overall, when asked to use probabilities, people were able to admit to a little bit of uncertainty in their answer. They could give probabilities that were well-formed and self-consistent, but none of this came close to removing the partisan bias and the strong difference in opinions. There is no consensus in the general Slate Star Codex demographic, and even unbiased people as a group are unable to send a coherent signal. This is not a good way to get beyond confusion and disagreement on an issue like this one. You can download the raw data, slightly cleaned up, from the post. This audio version of Slate Star Codex is provided with the permission of Scott Alexander. I am not Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And you can find me at wearenotsaved.com, where I also have a podcast. For anyone wishing to reference this content, please do so by linking to the original post. If you think having an audio version of Slate Star Codex is valuable, and you have nothing better to do with your money, consider donating at patreon.com slash sscpodcast, or leave us a review somewhere. Until next time.